how is it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we're talking to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Darina Kulia, who is a co-founder of OpenPhone. Welcome to the show. How is it going? Thanks so much for having me, Matt. It's good. It's a good day in San Francisco. I was just outside. So many people here for Dreamforce. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's quite, a, quite a scene out there. I did not realize it was Dreamforce right now. Isn't it true that that is the city's like, biggest, like the biggest conference that comes to the city? Yeah, well, uh, I'm thinking whether it's too late to rent out my apartment at this point. <laughs> that was a thought. I yeah. thought good that Air- I understand how Airbnb started. That kind of was a thought. <laughs> that's funny. That, that's so funny. Well, cool. Well, well, hopefully kind of the crowds aren't, aren't too distracting, uh, you know, when you work on open phone and open phone is what we're here to, to chat about. So I'm pretty familiar with the product. I was a, a super early user when you first launched and it was, it was pretty cool. So I'd love for you to share what is open phone for people that don't know what it is. Yeah. So it's very easy. We give you a business phone right on top of your existing device. So right now we are a mobile app soon to be a desktop app as well. Um, So I I know I have to modify how I say this because I'm so used to saying that we are just a mobile app, Uh, but really uh, our goal is to make the most reliable and delightful business phone out there. And those are the, uh, you know, that's what we're here to do. And it's very simple now. So for now, just mobile app, install and uh, get a business phone on top of your existing device. So I feel like this is a a pretty big deal because I I know that what it used to be like if you had a, like a sales team you know well actually I don't even know because I I I I haven't been on a sales team that used kind of the old way but can you kind of describe what teams used to do um, to like set up phones for their for their uh, kind of employees and. Uh, um, yeah, just go into that because I think people need to realize how big of a deal an uh, open phone is. Thank you. Well, uh, you know, first of all, we are serving, you know, uh, we find that there are many use cases for a phone. A phone is something that a lot of types of people need. And what we found is that uh, in this, you know, it's almost 2020 right now. And uh, first of all, most founders, most entrepreneurs actually use their personal phone number for business. That's how they usually get started. It seems like it's okay when you're early, but soon as, as soon as you get customers, it's kind of just a mess because you get your personal phone number everywhere. You have a team now, you get spam and your team can't help you deal with the, the calls and messages. So it's kind of like we're seeing people on that end Uh, starting out with just using their personal phone number. And then we see on the other end, sort of as their company grows, we see people uh, who give their team members like still desk phones. So we kind of see that. Uh, That's kind of the extreme end of uh, having a desk phone and not using it, which we know a lot of people uh, don't, uh, don't use those anymore. Uh, But companies are still, uh, you sort of, very uh, old-fashioned about that and and kind of uh, stuck in the past we think Um, and also we see a lot of enterprise solutions where you get this phone system set up Um, usually you know you get help from IT to to like set it all up 
and it's still pretty clunky and really difficult to understand or use. So ultimately, at the end of the day, what we've seen is that there are a lot of alternatives, but because most of them are complicated and like they are not intuitive, people end up just using their personal phone number a lot. Um, and we are here to help them um, you know, not do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I definitely feel the pain point myself as someone that uses my personal phone number. And I am super stoked for when you when you release your desktop version, I am back as a customer, super, super excited. Uh, so I'd love to hear, um, where did you get the inspiration for open phone? Uh, and, and well, first, how long have you been working on it? And second, kind of where did the idea come from? And I'd love, just love to hear a little bit about the background. Absolutely. So first of all, we, you know, we've been doing it for, at this point, almost two years. It's crazy to say that uh, because, uh, it, you know, time flies. It's been essentially two years at this point. Two years since we've uh, had our first alpha customer or beta customer. Um, and the idea started from my co-founder. So he, um, both of us are Canadians. Uh, we, we came to San Francisco from, from Toronto. And uh, as you might know, Canada is, uh, well, ca Canada actually has, uh, Canadians have the, the, most, the highest cell phone bills because of the country being so, uh, so large and not dense at all. Um, and the idea came from my co-founder porting his personal phone number from a traditional carrier to a VoIP service. And what he saw is that, first of all, call quality was wonderful. His quality was much better through internet because he lived in, in a high rise and the connection was great on Wi-Fi. And the second thing was that it was so cheap and so, so uh, just so accessible. It made so much sense. But the app that, and the service that he was using for that virtual phone number was like super clunky. It took him a while to figure it out. He's an engineer, so he went through the pain of setting it up but a regular person would just give up. So that's how the idea came up, to create a really simple and delightful phone that works everywhere you go. So let's dive into the kind of, not necessarily the user interface, but with the kind of the experience of someone using the phone. So let's say, let, let's say hypothetically tomorrow, you're like, hey, we got desktop version, and I, I'm gonna be like, great, I'm getting on, I'm getting on open phone. So, do I, I put in, do I put in my phone number, and it gives me a different phone? Like, how does it, how does it work? Is the phone number the same? Do I get the calls on my phone still? Is it an app? Can you go into the logistics of it? For sure, absolutely. So, uh, so we give you uh, a new phone number um, because the, the whole idea is that you keep your personal phone number private. So it, you know, it's still there. We give you, uh, you choose a number you like out of many numbers we offer. You pick the one you like, and this, this is now your open phone number or your you know, business number or for anything else you want to use it for. Um, and what happens is you pick the number and then you have it available immediately through the web app on your laptop. It's like you're instantly there. You can call and message right away. And then you install it on your mobile app, uh, on your mobile device. And when calls come in through the mobile app, uh, there is no call forwarding, none of that. It just comes in just like you would imagine a, a call from, I don't know, Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or anything like that. 
and you can see clearly it's an open phone call. So you have that separation uh, and things are, again, one of the things people love is that it's separate and organized. So you can kind of say, okay, these are my business calls. This is everything to do with my company versus these are calls coming from friends, family, whatever. Yeah, that, that makes so much sense. And it's just, it solves such a big pain, right? If you're using your personal phone, making a bunch of business calls, and then at eight o'clock in, in the evening, someone's calling you, you know, for business, it's like, you may, maybe you don't want to take it, right? So that's cool. I'd love to hear, you know, what what is the direction that you're going in with open phone? And what kind of what, what, what future are you building? I'd love to hear a little bit of your product vision for, for where you're headed. Absolutely. So, um, so first of all, the, uh, in the next little while, as I, I have to see by the time this podcast is published, the state of our uh, web slash desktop app, um, I mean, that's huge for us. Being, uh, you know, our mission is to be delightful, reliable, and accessible very easily. So that is huge part just making it possible on desktop as well and then what we are doing is what's coming also very soon is ability for you to collaborate on your phone with your team and what that means is um, one of the pain points of using your personal phone number is that when you hire people when you have a bigger team uh, if you ever want to say delegate a conversation to someone or have someone else pick up your phone call because you know you're working on something else that just it becomes impossible right because it's your personal phone number you're not gonna just forward all those calls over um, so this is where uh, what we're doing is we're creating open phone for teams which is going to be uh, super easy to have a shared inbox between you and your your team members so that's coming pretty soon. And the reason why that's important and what it does, it actually opens up this door to what we can do. Um, our whole idea is to create an open phone. Uh, so to open it up and not to have it as this closed black box that's tied to your SIM card. We can then uh, introduce very easy integrations which really connect your phone to other things you and your team members use so that Again, it's no longer this thing that's like closed and uh, not sure what's going on and, and kind of like very limited. We, we want to open it up. That also uh, very much corresponds to our name. So we're excited to do something that has been in sort of in our vision from the very beginning. That's fantastic. It makes me think of, I don't know why I'm thinking of this, but when you say allow it for integrations, I can picture so like setting, I, I don't know if this is anywhere in what you're thinking of doing, but I, I'm just going to say it. Like, let's say I want to only take calls from number from, from people in Phoenix, which is where I live. So I can like say, you know, it's like hooked up to Zapier or whatever. Like, <laughs> like if it's like a 480 number or 602 number, you know, call, like, you know, get, get it to me. And if it's not send them to voicemail or send them to like Johnny or whatever. Or is that like, is that like, is that a thing? Is that is that direction you're going in? It absolutely is, and I think I think what's That's very amazing. yeah, what's very exciting is we want to allow you. I love I love the way you talked about it. We uh, we want to allow you to almost like you mentioned to set up your phone like to have almost make it easy to create that sort of template. 
for you, it seems like you would want local calls to be handled in one way and everyone else kind of goes through another channel. Um, even saying, hey, if I don't pick up, um, if, and if this is someone who is unknown to me and unknown to the organization, uh, perhaps you want uh, that uh, sort of auto attendant there. You want to screen the call. Uh, or do you want to take the voicemail and push the voicemail to Slack? And then there is a... So, so ability to just really set it up in a way that really makes sense uh, to you and your team um, and make that not a thing that requires, you know, IT or, or it's just easy and simple. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. It really does open up the opportunity, like the, the possibilities of what you can do with a phone. Because I feel like there hasn't been much innovation, you know, outside, I mean, like the iPhone, crazy cool, right? But since then, I mean, I don't spend so much, you know, so much time um, in this like industry, but it's on the actual phone. Like there's apps and stuff that are, that are obviously cool, but there hasn't been much innovation on the, just the, on the cellular device. And I think this could be uh, really powerful for, for a lot of use cases. I'm curious, like, who do you, um, who are some of your personas that you think that open phone would be the best fit for, um, or the, kind of in the future, who you think they'll, it'll be a fit for in the future? Totally. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, you said a couple of things. I think I definitely am, you know, we're all here because we're excited to reimagine the phone and I know it sounds crazy, but you're right. There hasn't been much innovation, uh, especially for business purposes. I mean, iMessage is great and, and awesome. Um, but if you want to send stickers and stuff, sure. Uh, at the same time, there are still things that, you know, you know, and, and there are things that you want for sort of business purposes, like, uh, connecting your phone to your calendar and saying, instead of answering all the time, when are you available next? Uh, being able to have suggested times for, for phone call. This is just one of the examples. Um, but to your point about personas, um, right now our essentially target market and people who uh, use open phone most are founders. So right now it's entrepreneurs, founders of currently pretty early stage companies. Who, who really feel they they feel the need to not use their personal phone number, but you know they don't want to set up something uh, outdated and complicated. Um, so there is that, and we are seeing people using us for we, we're seeing people on sales teams, recruiters, operate in operations, also customer support. Uh, as we grow, we can see our us becoming. Um, more suitable solution for customer support teams as we launch the shared inbox functionality as well as more uh, suitable for any team where um, you know you, where you want the ability to have shared access to the number and we we really think that we can talk about what it is today but until we have it available I'm sure we'll be surprised about all kinds of use cases even having a phone number that's shared with your VA, um, which which a lot of people like try to delegate their tasks, uh, but there's no easy way to say, hey, I just want a number that's shared. I don't I don't want to be the only one responding to these calls and messages. That that's so cool. I, I definitely want to be a part of this feature that you're talking about because <laughs> um, it just seems like uh, some awesome innovation. I would like to kind of go a little away from open phone and uh, and what you're working on and more 
into your brain, into what you kind of think about when you're not when you're not working on open phone, when you're not managing your team, which I'm sure obviously is very often, uh, almost all the time. But I'd love to hear: Do you spend any time thinking about other cool companies or problems in the world that you want to be solved, or technologies or current events? Like, I'm curious, what do you spend your time thinking about during the time that you're not, uh, you know, you're not thinking about open phone? Well, uh, that's a, that's such a hard question. You're talking to uh, early stage founders, right? It's like day and night. You you live it. Um, well, I think things I think about are I, I think in the process of building a company, um, uh, generally because of just the sheer number of hours I spend thinking about work. Uh, in the process of building Open Phone, I've, I've just seen how easy it is now in many ways to um, to run your business really anywhere you are. Like um, we, I know on your podcasts as well, you've talked to people who think about the future of work and how we, uh, you know, um, there are many teams that are fully distributed and, and working together despite time zones and all the other sort of barriers. I think about that a lot because I feel that in many ways there, there are many tools that have solved uh, problems around it. Well, at the same time, um, I still think that running and operating a business internationally from like, uh, you know, expanding globally is still very hard. And I feel, um, you know, I know you had an interview with Alex from Deal. I think uh, I'm excited about what they're doing uh, in many ways because I found that to be a big pain point for us. Um, so I think a lot about how do you help companies um, grow, expand globally uh, without, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, spending so much money on all the operational costs that uh, get involved. And uh, yeah, that's, as, as this is probably on my mind right now, given how, how, how recent this has been a sort of a problem for us. I'd love to actually dive into that if you, if you're open to it. When you start a company, you, 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 you just think about, I got to build a product and it has to be liked by or loved by a lot of people and I need to make more money than I spend. And that's kind of like the, the basics of starting a company. But then when you grow and you hire and you scale, there is this whole operational kind of skill set that you need to learn as a founder that no one ever really teaches you. I'm curious, how, how do you think about just like operations in general and specifically like operations of scaling or at least growing um, if you're not in like hyper growth yet mode yet. Like how do you think about like setting up the, 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 the steps for you to be able to grow without everything breaking? Yeah, no, no. Well, that, that's a great question. I think first of all, the um, in, from what we've experienced when things break, uh, at least I, I see it as a positive thing. For example, when you get, ton of customer requests and you're just flooded by, uh, you know, support issues and questions and things. Um, I, I, I enjoy it. I think that's a, like, bring, you know, bring it on. <laughs> that's, uh, that's kind of how I see it. I see that as an opportunity to, um, you know, first of all, address it and then take a step back after every uh, spike uh, of, of uh, you know, after every challenge or spike uh, in activity, you look, back and say, look, how can we be better prepared to, um, to deal with this next time? And that means usually it's 
the very sort of unsexy things like documentation, um, do we have all the content, do we have, um, usually it's, it's like, do we have the processes and information uh, in place to help whether it's ourselves or our customers. And as a, as a lean startup, you obviously, again, you, you wake up, you think about serving your customers and getting more customers and building the product. You don't really think about documentation, but um, once you experience that sort of like spike once, you know, okay, we need to be better at putting these processes in place or uh, having better training for parts of the product or even things like uh, just internal documentation um, all around. So the way I think about it is, uh, yeah, I embrace it. I actually enjoy it. And um, yeah, we've brought on team team members who who are really passionate about it as well. So now it's not just me thinking about it. It's others on the team. They've seen the impact and they want to contribute to knowledge base, um, internal tool tooling, etc. Yeah, that's, uh, I, I agree that founders don't think about just writing everything down documentation. It's actually, I had a guest on the show, uh, Chris from Trainual, who has a whole company literally focused on writing things down and like documenting processes so you can train people. And his company's a rocket ship. Like, oh my gosh, there's a whole industry in, in operations, which is crazy. Well, I, I have a, yeah. You see, I, I think the, um, for a startup, um, it's it's uh, it's interesting because if we the way I think about it, and given the type of product we are, you know, we are a self-serve type of product, and um, we can't. I mean, it's just not feasible for us to be able to onboard every customer individually. Um, we need to have um, the same way as you can sign up and use open phone and without talking to a single person. We, we want to empower you to do things that you need to do uh, through great documentation and obviously super easy product, very intuitive product. We want to make sure you can do as much of that as possible yourself because chances are, as, as you know, we serve busy founders, they have so much to do, like things need to be dead simple. Um, and and th that's also like a part of our product offering. So in a way, good documentation is like, part of our value prop. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that a lot. So to kind of round out the the interview or the kind of the, the conversation, I have a couple more questions for you. So you have been you just mentioned that you've been working on this for for you said two years. That's that's awesome. That two years is, you know, 600 some days. That is a lot of time to, to learn, uh, make mistakes, grow, have some wins, have some losses. I'd love to hear some of your biggest learnings that you've had since you started OpenFone. My biggest learnings. Well, what I, well, it, it, there are a couple of things I've, I've realized. Uh, mostly, um, I, I always used to think that I wish I um, sort of I joined startups much sooner and I, I, I wish I started a company much sooner. I was pretty impatient earlier to just like do something. Um, and in a way, what I realized is that a lot of my experience, so I was uh, in consulting at Deloitte uh, earlier in my career and 
Um, I've realized that a lot of that experience is actually very useful when it comes to what I'm doing now. Um, and also, especially as we grow the team and as we, as we scale. So my learning and almost kind of like recommendation to myself, in, in a sense, I'm kind of going back and telling my almost younger self, like, look, be patient and learn as much as you can. Um, specifically, um, another big part I, I think is a lot of the relationships I formed with people prior to Open Phone and everything I did before, I, I, I can just see how, how, how well, how, how that has prepared me for what I'm doing now. And I never thought it would. I almost thought that starting a company, it's like you're starting from zero, which is true, you are. Like you don't have any users, any customers. Like you're, you are starting from zero. But I've, uh, my big learning would be to leverage your entire sort of like toolkit as every founder, every entrepreneur has, uh, whether it's a network or skills or things learned from, from the past. And I would recommend not to shy away from it. And my learning is that when you kind of lean into it and say, look, this is who I am. Maybe I spend a lot of time in a different industry or, or my network is in a certain field don't think that that's sort of like time wasted. Take that, take something from it and, and apply it to what you're doing uh, presently. So, so that would be my, uh, my big learning is to kind of take all those things and bring them forward. That's so insightful and people don't talk about it enough, but yeah, you're, you're, what you do when you're 20 will be this, the stair, the kind of the box that you step on at 25, at 30, at 35, you know, I, I think that's super insightful. I like that. Uh, my, my last question for you, and this is a newer kind of question that I asked is, you know, starting a company is super hard. You know, it, you're, you're pretty much dealing with the apathy of the world and you need to like change everyone's mind that your, that your company is cool until everyone thinks it's cool or at least enough people. And sometimes we just need some help. So my question to you is, uh, you got all these listeners that are listening, that are tuned in, that like what you're doing that want to help that are that, that like, you know, prop trying products and whatnot. So my question to you is, do you have an ask for the forward thinking founding founders community, or do you need help anywhere that the listeners can be of service? Because I'm sure many people want to help and they just want to know how. Awesome. Well, that's, that's an easy question. <laughs> that's definitely an easy one. The, um, well, first of all, I, I would say, given, given the listeners of your podcast, and I, I've listened to many episodes myself, um, my ask would be, if you're not yet using Open Phone, to give it a try. Uh, we have a free trial. Give it, uh, you know, try it out. Let me know what you think. I, um, I actually respond to, I would say, 99% of, of all the emails. I don't want to promise 100%, but uh, sort of under promise. Um, you know, if, if you share your feedback, that would be super appreciated. Uh, we are releasing a lot of things in the next couple of months. So there's going to be a lot of features in beta and, uh, I'm sure your listeners are early adopters. So if anyone is up for trying something new, uh, in the phone space, we would love to have them. All right. You all heard it here first. Thank you so much for coming on to the Forward Thinking Founders podcast. I hope you have a good rest of your day. You as well.